Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Conscious Coach Podcast, you guys. I am really excited about this conversation today about being, doing, and having. I talk a lot about the be, do, have model in my programs, and I realized I haven't talked about it a while on the podcast, and so I'm really excited to bring this this conversation to you. It's something I deeply believe in, and it it was something that really changed my life. When I got started in the online space, I was indoctrinated into that hustle culture, <laughs> and you know I believe in hard work, but you know I also don't believe in the hustle, grind, do it all at any cost. In fact, I, I really like this term that I use with my clients, which is like, I believe in holistic success, which is like, to me, my, my biggest message is that you can have it all. And there's, there's so much to say about this, but the idea is you can create a successful business and you can have amazing relationships and you can have amazing fitness and health. But the point is not to dismiss the importance of work, of doing things intentionally, um, because I think my message can be misconstrued and that I don't believe in hard work. And so today is going to be a combination of all the being stuff, the, you know, being in alignment and receiving and a lot of the feminine energy type stuff. And we're going to have a conversation about the doing, the hard work. I think we need both. And so this being, doing, having is the model, I believe, for everything that we want in life. And so I'm going to start with being, and this is really speaking to the characteristics that we embody. And the way that I like to think about it is like character traits, right? Like, or per, like what used to be called personality traits. I don't believe in that you're, anything is set in stone. And so I'm going to use the word traits. And I'm going to share with you two questions that no matter what you're trying to create in your life and business, There's always another level. And when you think about that next level, I want you to think about these two questions because this is where it all starts. Who do I need to be? Or who would I be if I already had that? So let's say you want to, I don't know, create 100K in your business. The question isn't how do I do it? I mean, that's part of the question. But the more important question is who would I need to be? And you have to really sit and wait for that answer. And that answer is developed and created over time. I think you refine it. But when you get out of sorts, when things aren't going your way, the most powerful question you can ask before you ask what you do is, who do I need to be? And one of the things that I like to do is to look at people that I admire or people who are winning in the areas that I want to win in. And I ask myself, who are they being? You know, they're probably being loving. They're probably being loyal. They're probably being committed, right? In fact, I made a little list of things, a little list of character traits that I try to embody and I try to be in my business, in my life that has served me really well. And I'm going to go over them and you can adopt them if you'd like. (laughs) The first one is loving. I want to be loving. When I feel frustrated with my kids, when I feel short with my husband, when I feel like my business is going to burn to the ground, because it doesn't matter what level you're at, I promise you're going to have days where that feels true. What would I be doing if I was being loving? The next one I have is being trusting. And 
this can be hard if you've gone through some hard stuff in your relationships, but I think most of us want to be trusting because it feels good. It also will allow you to have the vulnerability and connection you want with the people in your life. The next one is being committed. Commitment doesn't feel good. (laughs) And so when you're being committed, it's this drive forward, right? Like, okay, I'm doing this until it works. I'm just going to keep trying. Being committed to me me is not the same thing as motivated. You're going to notice that I never say I'm being motivated on this list because I think motivation is cheap and I think motivation wears out. But when you're being committed, you're here no matter what and you're here until it works. The next on my list is being excited. Excitement is contagious. You know what I mean? Especially in leadership. Like when people are excited about something, you want to be a part of it. And in my business, I know a lot of people want to follow what I'm doing when I'm excited about the direction I'm going in. So that's a state of being that I summon. I summon being excited about things. Loyal. I want to be loyal to my family, but also like I want to be loyal to my clients, to my audience. And to me, that means service. Um, being true to my message, showing up for them. I want to be loyal to them. The next one, patient. And this would be a hard one when you're really excited to get to your next level. But I think patience is super underrated in our industry because sometimes it just takes a little bit longer than you want it to. Sometimes things just take a little longer than you anticipated. Who are you being? I hope you choose to be patient. The next word I have is being steady. I feel like I'm a really steady person which is why people like to be around me. The people that like to be around me, I I should say, like it because I'm pretty predictable. I am not all over the place. And so, and that's a state of being that I summon almost every day. I want my girls to feel like they can predict the kind of woman that I am when I walk out of my office. I want my husband to feel like he knows who he's coming home to. And so steady is a state of being that I summon. The next one, it's a distinction, but I think it's important. Certain. Certain to me is one of the most important things an entrepreneur can have because we handle so much uncertainty in our business and in our life by choosing entrepreneurship, right? It's not like you get a paycheck every two weeks. Um, that, that level of uncertainty, almost the flip side of that is that we have to summon the certainty inside of us because our circumstances are uncertain. The certainty within us is what we need to cling to. And that has served me really well. I think it's probably something that you would agree with me on is the people who make it as an entrepreneur are certain within themselves. You're not certain with the circumstances. You're not certain in other people. You're certain with yourself. To me, I'm certain that I'll show up no matter what. I'm certain that I'm not going to quit. I'm certain that I will figure things out until it works. I'm certain that if I have a bad day, that doesn't mean I'm giving up right? I'm here until it works. That gives me certainty. The next one is powerful. And I don't mean the, the ugly side of power. I'm in, I would use, even use the word force as a really good book by David Hawkins called power versus force. I'm talking about power as in love power as in I'm here to serve power as in, I don't need a thing from you. I'm here to give. And I teach this inside the pro pro coach program. Like power is something that is magnetic because you don't need the person on the other side of the consult to say yes to you. You're just there to serve them and you're doing your thing, whether they join you or not. That is to me is power. Um, other ways that I see power in, in like relationships is like, I have something to offer you. I can help you. I'm here for you. That's powerful. Um, the other thing that I, I mentioned in certainty is like the, the ability to figure it out. I don't know everything that doesn't give me power. Knowledge does not give me power. Knowledge is not power. 
acting with knowledge is power. And so when I say a being powerful, it means I'm acting on what I know. One of the states of being that I summon a lot in, in the, in this realm power is action. Like I'm being someone who takes action and that's, it's like, okay, but that's like doing, but it's different. Cause it's like at my, it's like at the core level, it's at on my DNA level. I'm just willing to figure it out. That gives me power. And the last thing that I'm going to share is ready. I used to think that ready was a circumstance that I would stumble into when I, especially when I was a brand new entrepreneur getting started, like, well, when I'm ready, I will launch something. When I'm ready, I'll raise my prices. When I'm ready, I'll launch a course or whatever. And what I've learned to my core is that ready is something you summon. It's a feeling, an experience, a state of being that you summon. It is not an external circumstance that happens to you. The people that you love and admire, the people that I love and admire, summon readiness. They are ready to sell. They are ready to serve. They are ready to share their ideas and they summon it. It's not something that's outside of them. It's inside of them. And I want to start with this little list because this is what I mean by being. And you know when you're being these things. It, it's a feeling in your body. It's a vibration that happens um, and it's not something outside of you. It is in you and you do summon it. And I learned this from Tony Robbins about physiology. If you decide to run, and we, we can do this with music or your body. Um, sometimes you wake up motivated and that's great. And you notice I did not say motivated. I do not think you need to be motivated. I think you need to be committed. Um, and this is something that we can summon with our mind with our body, you can go on a run, you can stand up. And like, I learned this when I was, I mean, I think I learned this in high school. Um, there was a study done by people who put a pencil in their mouth when they took a test. And it's interesting, the people who had the pencil in their mouth ranked higher on the happiness scale that they gave them because they, they, it forced them to make a smile on their face. And what they learned from this is that our physiology changes our psychology. What you do with your body changes the way you feel and the way you think. If you want to feel powerful, lift weights. If you want to feel loving, give someone a hug. If you want to feel committed, what do you do? Like to me, I sit down and I work. Um, what we do with our body creates our state of being as much as our mind creates our state of being. And so if you have, if you have a hard time thinking your way into something, try using your body. Um, and so to me, being is the foundation of the rest of the two things, right? The doing and the having. When you feel out of sorts with your being, no amount of doing can make up for that. And what I mean by this, and this, we see this online, frantic action, people who are taking massive action, but it feels out of control. It's because they're not rooted and grounded in who they're being. And this is kind of thinking backwards. So one of the questions that I asked earlier, which is so powerful is who would I be if I already had blank? If I already had all the clients I wanted, how would I show up for this consult? I would be loving. I would be unattached. I would be powerful. That's the state of being. Then I must summon for this consult in order to have the clients that I want to have. If I, you know, had the relationship of my dreams, who would I be? I would be loving. I would be fun. I would be flirty. I would be loyal. So that's who I need to be now. And it's easy to think you're going to be those things when the circumstances change. But we know that it doesn't work that way. We go first. Our state of being goes first. And it's hard because you have to do this before the evidence comes. That's why you hire a coach, right? Because they help you be that person before the evidence. 
Now we're going to enter into the conversation about the doing, which I feel like I've done a disservice a little bit on this podcast because I talk a lot about the being and the energy. And I think that being is the first thing. And then the second thing is to act. You can't just be the person without taking action or else you're not really being the person. Okay. And so when I think of doing, it means using your will using your energy, using your body and your mind to act, to take action. And my definition of massive action comes from Brooke Castillo, who says you're taking action until you get the result that you want. It's not like you have to hustle and work all day. It just means the actions are creating the results you want. And if the actions aren't, you're either continuing to do the actions until it works, or you're learning how to take more um, efficient action, which strategy falls in this category. Tactics falls in this category. Um, Commitment falls in this category for me. Like I'm just willing to sit here and record this podcast until I get the results that I want. I'm willing to show up on social media and get until I get the results that I want. I'm willing to sell until I get 40 clients in the coaching matrix, right? Like that's my big goal right now. I want 40. Um, So I'm willing to do the work it takes, right? We can't be without doing Part of being the person who's ready and committed and powerful and patient and steady is someone who's acting. And so you can be in a total alignment, but if you don't also act, you're never going to get the results that you want. But also the flip side is true, right? Which is why we start with being. If you're doing things over and over again, but you're not being the person that you need to be, it won't matter how much you do. And so both are required for the having And I want to speak about this transition period between the doing and the having that I think a lot of women in particular struggle with, which is receiving. Before you can have something, you have to receive it. And that's an action. That is part of doing. And not enough people understand how to receive and to be with. In fact, I was coaching a client this week about she just had the biggest payday of her life. And I was like, I want you to just sit with the money and receive it, not do anything with it. Um, And by doing, I mean spending or investing, right? Like she's just sitting with it. And I loved this exercise because it reminded me the importance of just receiving something is just being with it. And so how many times have you signed a client and then immediately was like, okay, like onto the next thing. And you totally missed the gratitude that was available, right? For that one client. Or maybe you hit your highest income month and you're just like onto the next thing. And while I think it's important to continually make progress, I think there's this gap that we have where we also need to celebrate. Celebrating is receiving. And so I wanted to give that little plug because I think that that's a really important part. Not that we turn off the always striving for more because I'm like that. I'm always on to the next thing. But I think that there's um, a lot of joy that can be had and a lot of depth in your life if you slow down and enjoy the moment and savor the moment and really receive the great things that you're working on. That prevents burnout. That's my opinion on that. Like if you're going to keep striving for a next level also include moments where you are celebrating and slowing down and receiving the the fruits of your labor that's how you get to have all the results and so i'm not going to talk about a lot about having because that's what most people want right like that's the outcomes that's the results that we are striving for work backwards my friends work backwards know what you want to have in your life And be ruthless in the pursuit of being and doing the things that are going to create those things in your life. If you want to have a seven-figure business, who do you need to be to create that? And then what do you need to do to create that? Your doing will flow out of your being. 
the doing is so natural when you're embodying the person who already has it, right? Like it just comes easy. What kind of relationship do you want to have? Who do you need to be to create it? What kind of home life do you want to have? Who do you need to be to create it? What kind of money do you want to create? Who do you need to be to have it? Like ask yourself that question. It's like one of those triggers that just happens during the day. I'm always asking myself, who do I need to be? And I wanted to extend that question to you today. Who do you need to be to create all the things that you want in your life? All right, I'll see you guys next week. Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love my mentorship program, The Coaching Matrix. We take the work deeper and we integrate it. I'm calling it the year of miracles because it will take your life and your business to the next level. I'd love for you to check it out. www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.